0: What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Veteran and a Rookie Podcast. This here is your veteran, Banea, speaking. This is your rookie,
1: John. Opening the soda
0: as always. What you got there? Is that a, like a huckleberry something?
1: It is, yeah. It's like a, it says delicious. smells so delicious. It does. You want it to tilt a little tasty? We'll have a little. Yeah. A little bit. It's real sugar. It's real good. I need it because today we're in the worst division in the NFL. It's true. It is huckleberry.
0: It's also true and it's the worst division in the NFL. So, you know, like last, you know, a couple episodes ago, we did the AFC West, and you want to start off with the Raiders, and I was like, are you crazy?
1: But, like, in a division like this, where do you start? Uh, I mean, it doesn't really matter. They're kind of all bad. I have them at different degrees of badness because I think some are less terrible than the others, but it really doesn't matter. I mean... They're all pretty close. Yeah. I, I have one team over the others by about 10 points, which oh, I think wow. is crazy, which I don't fully believe, but that's the way that the numbers came out. Where,
0: where do you where do you want to start, Mr. Rookie? Well,
1: let's start at the Falcons.
0: The Atlanta Falcons. Well, Atlanta Falcons. they went out there and they made a lot of good moves, I would say, in signings and whatnot. But one uh, it still has me scratch my head a little bit is the lack of movement at the quarterback position. They did go out and sign. Taylor Heineke, who's a good backup, or, you know, if someone like Desmond Ritter really struggles, you know, you can throw him in there. He might win you a few games like he did in Washington. But, uh, you know, it seems like it's a good roster that, you know, it's, you know, the classic San are like a quarterback away. And it feels like they might be. And so there's still some rumors out there. They might pull a trade for like a Ryan Tannehill or something like that. And I think if they did get themselves a Ryan Tannehill, that would be something that would push them into the playoffs. I think, you know, because that gets you two or three more wins. Um, but currently, Desmond Rinder is currently set to be the starter, and I have him at a 10 out of 20. I'm on a 7.
1: At a 7, okay. Uh, he's not very good in his 400 – or, wow, well, in his four games, not 400 games. He got 700 yards and two touchdowns in four games. Yeah, he didn't make any, like, terrible mistakes. Like, he doesn't have any interceptions, which is yeah.
0: nice. But he plays. Uh, he seems to play a very conservative type of ball. Uh, kind of a game manager, if anything. Uh, I mean, he's he's still like a big question mark, though. We only have seen him in those four games. Maybe
1: he'll come out and be great. I don't have super high expectations for the former third round pick, though. I looked up a highlight. I I looked up highlights Desmond Ritter, and there was two videos. And one of them was from college. So oh, nice! That's always a good thing. And the other one I watched it, and it was three minutes long. It was like two games. Yeah, <laughs> it was two games. It was basically like him completing ten yard in routes. Yeah, some of his passes were pretty good. He was getting it into tight windows, but I mean, like nothing special. I think he'd be a good backup probably, mm-hmm. but he's starting, and he has a backup behind him who's a good backup. So. Two backups. Yeah, and, and together with all their, I think t- Taylor Heineke had 12, played 12 games. He played nine games, and he had 1,800 yards. So, I mean, not not terrible. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if we do see some Taylor Heineke this season. Yeah, I gave him a seven. I'm not impressed with either of them. I don't think either of them would be good. Yeah, this is what I think is
0: the strong suit of this Falcons team, though, and that is their running back room. Course, they took Bijan Robinson with the seventh overall pick in the draft. He had over 1,500 yards and 18 touchdowns at Texas last year. So, very a warranted pick. You know, typically you avoid running backs in the first round or whatnot, but he's one of those guys that I think could very well be the, one of those next great running backs for the next three or four years before injuries take him down, be yeah. like a like a Saquon Barkley or you know, Nick Chubb. You know, I think he'll be a top running back and I don't think it'll take him long to get into that conversation. Along with he also has Tyler Algier in that backfield too. He ran for a thousand yards as a rookie. And don't forget about Cordell Patterson, who is a great weapon on the ground. He can catch. He returns kicks. We'll get to that in a little bit. But with all that combined, I gave them an eight out of eight. With that extra point along with it, there for that running back room.
1: I gave him a six point five, and I did not give them the extra point. Really? D- did you save it for someone else? I did. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Wow. I thought this was an easy one here. I don't
0: think so. Because I, I think, think Bijan's going to be. I think. I I think he'll probably could be the rookie of the year. I think he I could think be he's set up to succeed big time.
1: I yeah, I think he could be, but even if they had, even if they had somebody like. I don't want to say never mind. I I was going to say okay. even if they had like Saquon in there I wouldn't have given them the number 1 but I mean there's people talking about Bijan Robinson being the first
0: overall pick in fantasy. Yeah. Like and and I don't blame him like young running back you know get him all you can for the next few years here.
1: Yeah, but I still think it's really good backfield. I I give him a 6.5 out of 8. Mm-hmm. I, I just think someone else has a better backfield. What do you give that receiving room? I give them a 5 out of 12. I don't love them. It's kind of Drake London and Mac Hollins. Mac, Mac Holl- yeah, and Hollins. then that's about it. And that's kind of it. And you don't really want Drake London to be your number one receiver either. Cause well, I think they do. They took him eighth overall. Well, I don't think. <laughs> if you went to like half the other teams in the NFL, he'd be a number two or three or four.
0: Really? I think, I, so. I think he's going to be good. I, he I, only had like 800 yards last year. I think he could be a 1,000-yard receiver, even with the little bit of a mess there might be at quarterback. I think he's going to be good. but
1: Sure, but he's basically the only thing out there, and they have – Yeah, it really falls off after that. Matt Collins, and, and he's all right. Scotty Miller, they got Cardell
0: Hodge. Uh, Mac Collins is coming off a career year with the Raiders, though, 700 yards and four touchdowns. Solid. Yeah, it's – Maybe not what you want out of your number two. I mean if that feels I mean I guess that's fine.
1: He was playing I, alongside of um Devontae Adams though, and Devontae Adams is always gonna be targeted, so yep, take some yards away from him. But uh yeah, what'd you give him? I gave them a six, so just above you there. Oh, you're really high on
0: them. Apparently I've given <laughs> everyone a higher rating than you have so far.
1: Yeah, we'll see if that changes. I gave uh their tight ends. I think I think Kyle Pitts, he could be a really good tight end if he stops like dying on the field. Or if you know the quarterbacks stop overthrowing him. Yeah. Cause I drafted him in fantasy and I was upset. You were upset that I drafted him I was. I'm you should have let me take him. I definitely should have, yeah. I just You'll listen to me this year. No, I won't. But uh <laughs> and I'm just gonna pick everybody and they're all gonna be a hurt. <laughs> Man. Uh But I think he'd be a really good weapon out there. Um, Him and Drake London together would be good uh, as receiving targets because, you know, there's not many other receivers here. Uh, If he doesn't, you know, keep getting hurt or get targeted because they picked him really early. And then Juwan Smith is their other guy, Mm -hmm. and he's fine, I guess. He's solid. He had 245 yards, and that's, I mean, sure, whatever. He's a tight end. He does more blocking, I assume. I gave him a five out of eight.
0: Uh, Yeah, I gave him a four. Because I do think Kyle Pitts can still be like a generational talent. Like we might just have to be patient, you know, because I think sometimes when you know there's all that hype in the draft and then he's like just okay his first couple of years. Like I think he still could be a superstar tight end in the making. Um, But just at the same time, we haven't really seen a lot of it yet. So that's why I do have him
1: at that four. Yeah, he played 10 games last year and he got 300 and – Fifty yards. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I didn't realize he had 1,000 yards as a rookie. Yeah. He had 1,000 yards as a rookie on 110 targets. He had 60 targets this year. Mm-hmm. So, and he only all two, all two, both of his years he, he has three touchdowns combined, so that's not the best, yep. but... I mean, he finally
0: got some on American soil this year, though, because his only touchdown last year was in England. That's kind of weird. Uh, on the O-line, mm-hmm. what, what do you think about their O-line? I think it's Fine. I give him a five out of 10. Jake Matthews is a solid tackle. They got Chris Limstorm. Uh, he was voted the Pro Bowl uh, last year, and he was also a second-team All-Pro. And, yeah, I mean, they also took uh, uh, a lineman in the second of this past year's draft. It's, a, it's an okay line.
1: Uh, I had a little bit more hope in it. I, I saw what other people had said about it because I don't know too much about O-linemen and mm-hmm. and, and those kind of like O-line and D-line I don't really – uh have the best opinions on so i went and got someone else and uh the pff rating uh like all together for their linemen put them at 10th best offensive line 2022 mm-hmm. so i just i think that's pretty good i mean yeah and, and from what you said I, I did see that they drafted somebody i think he could be good too um maybe a bit high but i gave him a tw- uh, 12 12 oh. <laughs> i gave him an 8 out of 10 nice so I, that's you know that's it <laughs> all right jumping over to the defensive
0: line now what do you have going on down in the trenches
1: they run a three four so most of their pass rush is going to come from their linebackers. but Mm -hmm. their line men i gave them a six out of ten i think they're all pretty solid uh what, what is his name grady jarrett grady jarrett yeah he had six sacks and and he's a pretty solid guy and 12 tackles for loss and 12 tackles for loss yeah um, I wasn't looking too much at this one, but yeah, did you have more th- to say about that?
0: Yeah, they traded for uh, Clayus Campbell from the Ravens. They also got uh, David Onyemada, I believe from the Saints, I want to say. Campbell's getting up there in age. He's not as great as he once was, especially in like his Jacksonville days and whatnot. Uh, he's going to be 37 by the time the season starts, but he's still a good uh, player on that line there and uh, probably an even better player. Leader and locker room presence to have on that team there, so some good guys that they brought in, and of course Grady Jarrett still there. I gave them an eight out of ten.
1: Dang. All right, linebacking core,
0: what you got going on there?
1: Uh, I don't think they're that good. The top five, I was looking at the top five guys, and even running a uh, a three four, the still the person with the most sacks was a lineman. And then they also, their top five, um, their top five sack leaders in on the linebacking list, all together, they had 11 and a half. Ouch. So that kind of, I didn't love it. But I also did see, you know, they had a lot of tackles. And they, they kind of, they look all right. So I, I did give them on that upper half of 15. So they're, they're just hitting 12. Or, wow. I cannot talk. They're, that they're, is on the upper half. Upper, upper half of of 15 is is 8. Uh-huh. I should just stop talking. Oh, my goodness.
0: Yeah, I also gave them an 8 out of 15. But Dupree, uh, he was a bit disappointing in his two years at Tennessee, and I don't think he's going to turn it around in Atlanta. Lorenzo Carter's okay. Uh, Ellis was a good signing from the Saints. He, I guess, quote-unquote broke out last year. He had seven of his eight sacks he's had in his career so far. And, of course, you can't forget about Troy Anderson bound for Canton there. What's that mean? That's where uh, the Pro Football Hall of Fame is. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, what about secondary? I give them a 7 out of 10. They got A.J. Terrell, who I think is still one of the better corners in the league. Jeff Akuda, who, like Terrell, was taken in the first round of the 2020 draft. He was a good trade from the Lions, especially for a fifth-round pick for the guy who was taken third overall back in 2020. You know, it's a, a low-risk, high-reward uh, type situation there. And I think Jesse Bates was one of the best signings in free agency. It really helped shore up Atlanta secondary. Richie Granty did a good job stepping up into that other safety position last year too. So yeah, seven.
1: I gave him a six. Uh, I, I don't write all, all that stuff down. I, I usually just look at um, stats and the players and stuff, and I write a number down. So I, And I just do it off the top of my head, which is obviously not working today. Um, yeah, How's that special teams looking? What do you think? I give them a 5 out of 7,
0: mostly because of uh, Cordell Patterson. He only returned 9 kicks last year, but he did did take one to the house. It's the ninth time he's done that in his career, which might. That puts him pretty high on that list for all-time kick returners and whatnot. Avery Williams also had nearly 300 yards on punt returns. But, yeah, whenever Cordell Patterson has the ball in his hands, it can be a a dangerous time for the opposing team.
1: Yeah, uh, they didn't have too many yards this year, but Cordell Patterson, like you said, only returned 9 kicks, so... Um, I, I was, I was going to give him a three, but I, I, I think you're right. I think a four, um, well not right, but you're close (laughs) to right. So I gave him a four out of seven. I think he could be good unless he gets hurt because he only returned nine. So we haven't really seen him at full, um, you know, like, like a full season's worth of him. So we'll see recently, I guess. Yeah. But you've Uh, been in the league for 10 years. So yeah. Full shit. Kick return. Kick returns is like a scary job. Oh yeah, you're going full speed towards other guys who are going full speed and right at you. Yeah. I'm surprised they don't get more like like serious, serious injuries. Well that's this. one
0: reason why he hasn't returned as many kicks recently is because, you know, they they've done things where they've moved like where the touchback line is, um, lot lot more touchbacks nowadays and, and whatnot and now with the fair catch rules. Uh, being implemented this season, there's going to be even less. So,
1: where's the where's the touchback line? Twenty five. Really, you can get a touchback if you or uh, no, it goes out to the twenty five.
0: Yeah, when it when it goes out of the back of the end zone. Okay. When, yes. So you know if you catch it, the the kick in the end zone, you're more likely to take a knee then instead of taking it out.
1: Yeah. That he didn't did. stop
0: Patterson though, because he had a hundred and three yards. I was about to say, yeah,
1: just killing it.
0: So, yeah, I gave him a 5 there. I also gave them a 5 at their kicker position, 5 out of 5 for Young Hoku, who I think is one of the better kickers in the league. He had a bit of a, you could call it a, quote-unquote, down season last year where he only hit 85% of his kicks. All but one of those misses was from 50-plus, though, so it was those longer kick attempts that he was missing. So and th- Those aren't chip shots
1: either, so I think he's still a very good kicker. Yeah, I gave him a 4. Uh, What's that overall looking like for all those points together? What does it look like? I got them at a 66 out of 105. I got them at a 60.5. All right. So we're kind of
0: close. I mean, a little bit. And then uh, an interesting line from Vegas on this one, over under 8. 8? Just 8. I don't know if, if there was a mistype or something, but it just said 8. 8.
1: Oh. You want to call it 8.5? Can we call it seven and a half? Sure. I'll still take under. We can make the rules. Um, yeah, I think I'm going to take under. I don't love anybody here, and obviously that quarterback position's not not doing too well. Yeah, if they make some kind of Ryan Tannehill trade, I'd feel
0: better about taking the over. I'm going to take the over regardless, though. Uh, I like a lot of his On eight and a half or
1: seven and a half? On seven and a half. Can we do eight and a half? You requested seven and a half. I lied. Can we do eight and a half? It's too late. It's already... In. It's in my computer as eight and a half. So. Oh fun. Uh where do you want to go next? Uh let's head down to uh Carolina. Oh the Panthers. They
0: had the first overall pick in the draft and they took Bryce Young with it. What do you think about this young, short quarterback?
1: Yeah, that totally describes him. Young and short. He uh he's five ten, uh allegedly. And almost uh, as tall as you. Yeah, almost. Um But it's just kind of like it's kind of goofy to see your lineman stand up and your quarterback disappears. Mm -hmm. Because like a lot of the time, especially with bigger guys like Josh Allen and Justin Herbert, you can see them behind the offensive linemen, and they look. You know, it's easy to throw over because you you lift your arm up and it's over the lineman. But for him, I don't know. I don't know how it's gonna work. Maybe he's just gonna have to take everything in shotgun or like way far back so he can so he can throw it. But I do think he's better. My notes say I think he's better than Mr. Mayonnaise Coffee. So, and I gave uh, I gave Will Levis a ten. So I'm gonna give I'm gonna give Bryce Young a ten point five. Okay, so just a little bit better, just a bit. I think he's a better thrower, but Bryce Young has the size on him by a lot, and he's a better runner. So,
0: mm-hmm. I gave him a nine out of twenty, which is the same that I gave C.J. Stroud of the Texans. So I think they're pretty much on the same level right now. I mean, it's kind of hard to judge. Uh, rookies, especially rookie quarterbacks. Uh, you know, we're trying to give them points. I, I think he's going to be good, but how good is he going to be as a rookie? I don't know. There's also the chance that he doesn't even start for maybe half the season or something like that if he's not ready. they got Andy Dalton there who can take a beating for him so he doesn't have to.
1: Yeah. Uh, apparently I gave C.J. Stroud an 11, so I think he's oh, slightly better. You were like, Panthers messed up, took the wrong guy. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Uh, two running backs. I give them a six out of eight here. Miles Sanders. He's coming off of a career year with over 1200 yards, 11 rushing touchdowns, but it also helps when you're running behind the best offensive line in the league. I think he's going to take a little bit of a step back this season. Chuba Hubbard's the other running back there. And over his two seasons, he's got a thousand yards and seven touchdowns.
1: What a funny old name. (laughs) Yeah. I give him a five out of eight. Uh, Everyone was all high on Miles Sanders and saying he's real good, but I don't think he's that good. Uh, you put a lot. I still of, think he's good, but I don't think I. I think you're wrong. <laughs> uh, I, I think if you put most running backs behind that offensive line, they'll get a thousand yards. Like, heck, that, you could put me behind that offensive line. You could put me behind. No, <laughs> uh, but uh, uh, yeah, he, I think he'll still be good, but he won't nearly be as good. I'm not sure if he'll get a thousand yards. Um. Yeah, and then Chuba Hubbard. How did Mm -hmm. you say that? Hubbard, you were very close. to one letter. Chuba Hubbard. Uh, Yeah, he's going to be fine, I guess. Um, Yeah, 5 out of 8. Receivers, yeah. What are your thoughts there? Uh, I think Adam Thielen's still a good receiver. He's old and decrepit, though. (laughs) Uh, But he still has some pretty good hands, and he's a good... He knows what to do because he's been here for so long. Mm-hmm. Smart and receiver. Ten seasons. Wow. But, uh, yeah. And then they also have DJ Clark, who is fine, I guess. Um, he'll be okay, I'm, I'm sure, mm-hmm. probably. Yeah, Clark was good with the Lions last year, 500 yards, three touchdowns. I, I'm mm-hmm. sure he'll do good underneath Adam Thielen as well with um, a lot of Adam Thielen like, coaching him and telling him how to be and stuff. Because mm-hmm. that's what Justin Jefferson was talking about and uh, he was crediting him with some of his success and why he was good at route running and all that because he had Adam Thielen there to to show him how to do it. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, that could be good. Uh, I still don't think they'll be great because, you know, yeah. So I gave
0: him a 6 out of 12. Yeah, I also gave him a 6 out of 12. They also got Terrence Marshall Jr. there who had over or almost 500 yards and a score last year, which is fine. He's currently set to be their number three receiving option. But, yeah, a 6 out of 12.
1: What about the tight
0: ends. Well, you're not gonna believe me here, but I give their tight ends a
1: 3.5 out of eight.
0: I've converted. I'm a, I'm a half pointer now. Let's go. You've done it. Just because you know it felt like I couldn't put Hayden Hurst. I I originally had him at a three, but I was I felt like he should be higher, but I didn't want to put him at the same level as Kyle Pitts at a four, and so I was like, well, there's only one thing I can do here. And that's that's bring out the point system. Yeah, buddy. So it does feel like Hurts uh or Hurst uh kind of revived his career with the Bengals last year. Four hundred and fourteen yards, two touchdowns, and he was a, a solid receiving threat, you know, especially down the stretch there for Joe Burrow. Good receiving option, uh, you know, end of the season and into the playoffs.
1: Yeah, I I didn't have the same trouble there. I did have Kyle Pitts at a five, so I gave him a four. I don't have to do those stupid half points you do. But um yeah, I think he's a good receiving option, especially when you know your other receivers are uh, not the best. I think he's he's good at what he he's not good at what he does. He does what he does what uh, all the tight ends he do. He does what other tight ends do, and that's yep, tight end. Oh man, no one's gonna get that, and we just sound dumb. <laughs> I mean, we sounded dumb the first time we did it. You did it. You want know, you, know, you react to react? No, you just sound that? super dumb. Yeah, Banea one time said... What do you think of their offensive line? I give them a 4 out of 10. Five of the six um, spots in the PFF grade are between a 61 and a 69, and that's not very good. That's all I know about their offensive line. Yeah, it, on paper,
0: to me at least, it looked like it was a... It's a it's an offensive line for sure. One of them. It's solid. Uh, they got uh, Ikim Ukwamu. That's a word. Sixth overall pick in 2022. He was okay as a rookie. So I gave him a five out of 10.
1: Hold on. Akeem Ikwamu. No. Yeah. That's what I said. That's
0: uh, what. Would you give that line again a four? You give
1: it a four out of okay. 10, yeah. What do you give Just it? above you. I, I, I give, I give him a five. Oh, really high on that line. What about that D line? Yeah, I give him a five. How about you? I gave him a five. Why is that?
0: Uh,. Because you know Derek Brown, he's a first-round pick back in 2020. He's a little bit underwhelming, though. Uh, they got Anderson or Henry Anderson going into his second season in Carolina. He hasn't done much there. But Shai Tuttle was a solid signing from the Saints, which brings that up a little bit.
1: Mm-hmm. A lot of this uh, defensive, offensive line, and some of the linebackers—I was it's just so kinda, boring. It's so boring. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I was was <laughs> just kind of looking up stuff from what other more intelligent people have said so that's why I'm, a lot of those people a lot of these people that are so intelligent without me uh, how about those linebackers this is a 4 or 3-4 so they yep so out of 15 out of 15
0: for that linebacking corps, I give him a 10 out of 15 what Brian Burns is coming off back to back Pro Bowl seasons and he had a career high 12 and a half sacks last year they got Frankie is it Love L-U-V-U, Luvu? Luvu. something like that he had 7 sacks last Luvu. year Shaq Thompson is solid, and they also got Marquise Haynes with five sacks last year. So I like what they got going on in that linebacking room. Shaq
1: Thompson. Mm hmm. Yeah, 12 and a half sacks is gnarly. Uh, get it done. <laughs> uh, he has his on uh, ESPN. It says he's at defensive end, but then if you go to their depth chart, he moved to linebacker, apparently. So yeah, yeah. if we're ever wrong about
0: like a player's position, especially if it's on like. The Defensive line or the linebacking court, not it's not our, our fault. fault, it's ESPN.
1: Yeah, that's our source. We couldn't so. have googled it. I did, I googled ESPN. Yeah, that's what's up. I mean, yeah, uh, yeah, you give them a 10 as well. Yep, you well, give them a 10 as well. Also, I did, yeah. Wow, wow, what well, about that that's secondary? I give them a seven. Wow, I give them less. Oh, well,
0: J.C. Horn, he's developing into a good corner, I think. I think he'll end up being pretty good for them after barely playing as a rookie, and then last year he was fine. They got Dante Jackson, who's a solid corner opposite him. Von Bell, Xavier Woods, that makes up a good safety duo. And you can't forget about Jeremy Chin, whose first two seasons were good, wasn't quite as good last year, but I think he'll still be a force to be reckoned with. And C.J. Henderson is a former first-round pick for what it's worth.
1: All that and more is the reason I gave him a five. Cool, cool. (laughs) What do you give their kicker? Oh, I hate that you do kicker first. I hate that you do special teams first. I give their kicker a four out of five. He attempted 35 field goals, and he only missed two. And he also missed two extra points, which is not the most cool. You don't want to be missing extra points. But the two kicks that he did miss, one of them was between 30 and 39 yards, which, you know, like you should be hitting that. And then the other one. He missed between 40 and 49, and he hit both of his 50-plus uh, as long as 54 yards. Mm-hmm. So a pretty solid kicker, even a little bit above solid. Whoa, hold on. I'm looking at the Panthers' depth or uh, stats for that year, and it has Baker Mayfield right underneath um, our kicker here for kicking. Mm-hmm. He didn't kick once, but. I don't know why he's there. Seven games, he's there. Wow, he maybe we shouldn't there. be trusting ESPN. 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 So for those those same reasons,
0: I also gave Eddie Pinheiro 4 out of 5. Like you said, he only missed two field goals. And
1: throughout his career, he has never missed from 50-plus. What a baller, but he has missed from less than 50 twice Mm -hmm. this year. At least. At least twice.
0: I also gave their special teams a 4 out of 7 because Johnny Hecker is still a good punter. The returners are definitely there also.
1: Yeah, that's kind of what I was looking at and being all like, hold on, but... uh. Yeah, I give them a three out of seven. They're okay. So what does that all add up to for you? Fifty six point five. I got a fifty nine point five. What? That's crazy. Crazy. So insane. What is that over under that Vegas gives us? Is it? Is it a solid number this time? It is. It is a solid seven point five. Okay, that's not a (laughs) okay. Seven point five. Um, I don't think they'll be that good. I think I'm saying under seven point five. I'm gonna take that under as well. Yeah, especially since I gave them a really, really low rating. I'm like That might be
0: my lowest rating or maybe second lowest. I don't remember what I gave my Texans.
1: Oh, my Texans are a fifty-five, I think. Fifty five or they're fifty seven and my Bears are a fifty five point five. I hate the Bears apparently. What's wrong with me? I give the Texans a sixty four, so apparently I'm off my rocker. Yeah, no. I think even... that might be my first one under sixty then. Wow, you you could totally be you should get back on your rocker. Uh, where to next, good sir? Let's go to the Saints. Actually, I don't care what you say. Uh, how about that quarterback? How about him? Well, he's there, and his name is
0: Baker Mayfield. The Saints. I thought we were going Bucks. I said Saints. Did you say Saints? I did say Saints. My mind said
1: Bucks. Baker Mayfield of the Saints. Ooh,
0: imagine. So the quarterback there is named Derek Carr. <laughs> And he's a solid quarterback. I think he's a little bit uh, overhated, in my opinion. Uh, He's the best quarterback in this division, so he's going to be getting that bonus point, which takes him from a 13 to a 14. Same here. Jameis Winston is a solid backup to have. I mean, Jameis Winston. (laughs) What? Uh, David said that a
1: couple weeks ago when he was on. David, (laughs) no. Stop it. Uh, Okay, on to those running backs. Alvin Kamara, I think, is pretty good. But the real star here is Jamal Williams. I love Jamal Williams so I know much. you do. He's the best running back in the league by far. He's not. But, uh, yeah, I gave him a 6.5, but which is the same score I gave the Falcons. Uh, Falcons. Oh. But I think they're a little bit better, but not like a whole half point. So I gave him that extra. So instead of being a half point above them, they're a full point well, above them. If I gave him <laughs> the half point above, then I'd have to give him a whole other point because they're the sure. best. So, yeah, I think they're a little bit better. Yeah. Uh, I don't, which is why I only gave them a 5 out of 8. Jamal Williams had 1,000 yards and 17 touchdowns. I think he'll still have that same production or similar on on the Saints, and I don't think either of those other two guys can get 17 touchdowns.
0: I don't think Jamal Williams is going to get 17 touchdowns again, though. He
1: probably won't get 17, but I think he'll do He might few. get 10. I I I think he could get 10-plus uh, touchdowns. I think he'll let's get make 7. A, let's make a bet on it right now. $5. I'll, he he gets over, under, 10, 10 and a half? Nine and a half. Nine and a half, under. Over. Okay. Okay. Five bucks. I'm, I'm going to make that bet right here. <laughs> I'm taking that it's, under. It's on air on the air not edited out definitely not (laughs) (laughs) and if uh, and if it if it comes and if this part isn't in the episode guys (laughs) Uh, if it comes postseason that counts too right Uh, no
0: yeah no these numbers are all regular season numbers (laughs) I don't don't talk to me talk to the NFL they're the ones who make uh, postseason
1: stats different I don't know why they do that and I think it's stupid Um, it's because not everyone gets that game will be better. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You deserve that game. You should get the points from it. Stupid. Alvin Kamara is a good dual threat running back. You know, he can.
0: he's never had a 1,000-yard rushing season, but that's because he's getting 800 yards rushing and another, like, 800 receiving. Mm-hmm. So he, he does it both ways. Uh, problem with him right now is uh, he's in some uh, legal issues. Oops, so, so we'll have to see how much he's going to play this year or if he's even going to play at all. We don't really know right now. Jamal Williams, though, is here to save the day, and I think if needed, he could be uh, their top uh, lead back this season.
1: Yeah, I love Jamal Williams, man, so much. All right, kiss that man. Receiving,
0: <laughs> what did you give their receivers?
1: Give the receivers an eight out of twelve. I think they have some solid receivers. I, uh, Chris Olave, was really good last mm-hmm. year, getting a thousand yards. Great rookie. Uh, really, that's really cool as a rookie. And they have Michael Thomas. Or Mi- That is. Michael. That, <laughs> Michelle Thomas. Michelle Thomas, who only played, uh, I think, three games this year. Yeah, yeah. he only played three games. He got 170 yards, which is pretty good. Uh, he did get three touchdowns in those three games. So that production, every single game getting a touchdown, which is exactly how it would pan out. Yeah, that would be sick. Mm-hmm. He's good when healthy, but problem is he hasn't really been healthy since uh, 2019. And this is my one of my favorite names of the day, mm-hmm. Rashid Shaheed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, undrafted, rookie last year, 500 yards, two touchdowns. All in, yeah. Uh, I think he'll do better with a better quarterback this year, too. So I gave their receivers an 8.
0: Mm-hmm. I also gave them an 8. What? They so got some fine depth on that roster as well with Traquan Smith and James Washington. So, Traquan Smith. What do you think about that tight end room? I don't know what I think about oh, I think they're four out of eight. I also think that. Cool. What about that old line? Juan Johnson, 500 yards, seven touchdowns last year. Pretty good for a tight end. They also signed Foster Moreau, who currently does have cancer, so hopefully that stops. He had a career-high 420 yards and two touchdowns for the Raiders last year. What? what? <laughs> What, what? Foster Morel.
1: Foster Morel. Yep. Oh, no. Oh, no. Uh, yeah, what about that
0: O-line? <laughs> I give that offensive line a 5. <laughs> Me too. Out of 10. First-round pick, uh, Trevor Penning, who was only able to play six games as a rookie. Uh, They also got Pete on that line, who's only played 17 games in two years, so he's missed a full season in the last two years combined. And the rest of the offensive line is there. Sure there is. was nothing that really there that was like standing out to me, in a good way or in a bad way.
1: It was just yeah. It was just standing. It wasn't even out or in. Facts. That D line. These guys run a four three. Uh, the yeah. only one in the South that does. It's so strange and weird. The combination of ca- Cameron Cameron Jordan and I can't read Kyle Grant. Carl. Car- <laughs> They combined for fourteen sacks and fifty nine pressures last seasons uh, both players finished with an above eighty two on the p f f grade uh and, and uh and then they're kind of dragged down by nathan Sheff shepherd i can't.
0: <sighs> and Kalen saunders
1: yeah and they had lower p f f grades Kalen shepherd was a sixty eight point nine uh okay. <laughs> Keep going, keep going. Yeah, that's it. I'm not going to talk anymore.
0: That's it, all done. 11. I gave him an 11 as well. You said it all.
1: I I said <laughs> No, what much. do you have to say about that? I don't the, think I do have anything say to say. Say words about the linebackers. Uh, yeah. I'm not going to read their names, but two of the guys combined for 13 and a half uh sacks. Uh and they do run as we said a 4-3, so as linebackers getting uh a fair amount of sacks. That's actually pretty good. Um so yeah, that's I'm not gonna keep talking. Yeah. Demario Davis is one of the has been one of the best linebackers in the league the last
0: few years. Yeah, he was He's on my, either first or second team all pro the last four years. He was right there on my on my notes, but I didn't You couldn't read his name. Can't do it. He also got Pete Warner who's solid. And uh Zach Bond who could be getting more playing time this season as a potential starter I, i'm gonna need you to hold on to your marbles right now okay because i gave him a 7.5
1: wow i gave him a 7 thing <laughs> we're both pretty based today except for when i opened my mouth that's typical just the written stuff is pretty good though on my end mm-hmm. i'm really good at this yeah what do you have written down for dbs uh-oh uh can you read that name i can't don't let don't let me do it don't.
0: wait what
1: Alante taylor is that not his name i'm trying to who is it i don't know maybe i wrote down the wrong guy's name is that we go back to espn yeah no are you making up people <laughs> Maybe Are you I, making up players? Maybe I am. Maybe you should talk for this one. Well, Marshawn Lattimore is one of the
0: big stars in the secondary. Uh, he's coming. He was coming off of three straight Pro Bowl seasons before he got hurt last year and was only able to play in seven games. But I still think he's one of the best corners in the league. Tyron Matthew in his first year there at the Saints was good. They also got Marcus
1: May to pair him up. So it's a good safety duo right there. Yeah, what the freak am I talking about? What is all this? What did I write down? What am I doing? I gave them a 7. Man, I gave them a 5 because apparently I had the wrong guy. <laughs> what is wrong with me? I don't know. Man, my brain just doesn't work. Wow, that's a – let's continue. Any special teams thoughts? I gave them a 3 out of 7. Yep, Raheed Shahid as the return man it was solid last whoop, whoop, year gave w- him a N- 3. Uh, they had less than 600 yards between the four guys that was running back. Bummer. They had a long of 33, which is not, like, a good long. They had no touchdowns, obviously, because it was a long of 33. So Mm -hmm. three out of seven, not too good.
0: And for kicker, we got Will Lutz. He's good, but he is coming off of the worst season of his career. He only converted uh, 74% of his field goal attempts in 2022.
1: Mm. I think he's going to bounce back, though, so I still give him a four out of five. I give him a four point. Or wait, no, I give him a three point five out of five. Uh, yeah, they're kind of. He had no kicks in between one and nineteen yards, and he had a lot of kicks. Uh, outside of thirty yards, they're kind of. They make him kick a lot outside of that because you know they can't you know get touchdowns because they're a bad team. But he did get a hundred percent of his extra points, and like you're saying, uh, worst year of his career. I think he bounces back. Mm-hmm. I gave them overall a sixty-eight out of hundred five.
0: Overall, I gave them a sixty-eight point five. You, you <laughs> I shouldn't have done this.
1: No, you're a bad person. We, we, they,
0: for the first time, we would have actually like fully agreed on a team, but no. Yeah, but we were like off on most of the people too. But it was all adding up. Vegas has them at nine point five. There's no for over under. There's no way. I <laughs> I'm tapping the over. I'm going I'm to I'm tentatively tap that over. That's what I'm saying, like 10. Just barely, though. But they might only get nine. Darn
1: you, Vegas. Dang it, Vegas. You sly dogs. All right. And now One of those Buccaneers that you love so much. Yeah, they have a quarterback. What's his name, John? I
0: don't know. Derek Carr. <laughs> <laughs> Baker Mayfield, um, is. Uh, he's had his moments throughout his career, and even last year he had some good moments with the Panthers and the Rams. Uh, but I think he's destined to be a journeyman in the NFL at this point. Uh, he'll be on the Bucks this year and, and maybe even next year. And then he'll be on another team as a, you know, competing for some starting job. You know, he'll always be fighting with the, uh, you know, 30th best quarterback in the league or whatever. Just good enough to be a starter, but like not good enough to where like you want him to be your starter for multiple seasons at this point. How many teams has he been on? Well, he was on the Browns for four years. So this time last year, he was on the Panthers. Then he got cut mid-season, signed with the Rams. Now he's on the uh, Bucks. So if you go back the last year and a half, uh, four teams.
1: <laughs> What's the guy who's been
0: on the most teams? Uh, I think Ryan Fitzpatrick. He's been on like ten, like, right? like fourteen. Wow. Yeah. Well, actually, no. If we're going most, I think Josh Johnson may have been on more. Oh ryan fitzpatrick everywhere he went he ended up starting so meaningful quarterback movement i guess you could say with him i think that's what baker mayfield is going to be a josh mccown ryan fitzpatrick type guy if he's willing to take on that role he might have too much pride for that i don't know Uh, if he does end up struggling we could see some uh, kyle trash or uh, john wolford okay I give him an 11, though, just be, just because Baker
1: does have those good moments. I give him a 10 just because Baker is only having those good moments, and he isn't a good moment. He just, <laughs> he just most of the time, um, it's kind of like his teammate's last name. It's, it's just kind of trash. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. <laughs> Thank you. I'm a father. Uh, what about that running back situation? How do you love it? Uh, well, the funny thing is I don't.
0: Ooh. Rashad White, was he was definitely a running back for the Buccaneers as a rookie. 481 yards, one touchdown, only 3.7 yards per carry. He did have almost 300 receiving yards and two receiving touchdowns. They went out and they signed Chase Edmonds, who's a fine running back. They also got Keyshawn Vaughn back there. But they might just be returning as the worst rushing attack in the league Back-to-back seasons now because they were terrible, dead last at running the ball last year, and I think they're going to be dead last again. That's why I gave them a two out of yeah. eight. I was thinking about a one. I, I I erred on the side
1: of two though. Yeah, maybe maybe three is too high, which is what I gave them. I think you're very right. generous. I think I'm gonna give them a two. Yeah, because oh. last year they had Leonard Fournette and they couldn't even run the ball with Leonard Fournette, and Leonard Fournette is a beast. Only one well, time a year when he gets into the playoffs. In, in, yeah, playoff money. But you know, he's still unsigned, he's still just out there existing. Maybe they'll sign him in time for the playoffs when they don't make it. <laughs> yeah, so wide receiver room. Here's
0: some good things for those Tampa Bay Buccaneer fans the only are good out things there. This wide receiver room, Mike Evans still has not had a season under a thousand yards, and he's been playing since 2014. And I think that trend is going to continue. doesn't really matter who's throwing to him because he didn't have Tom Brady for most of his career, and he was putting up big numbers with, uh, like, Mike Glennon and Jameis Winston, and uh, he's doing it with Brady. I think he actually had, on average, like, less yards when he was with Tom Brady. Um, so I think he's going to keep it up, you know, frick it, Mike Evans is down there somewhere. Uh, I think he's... Probably is still like a top 10 receiver, honestly. I think he's kind of underrated. Um, And then Chris Godwin, fantastic number two receiver to have there. He's had 1,000 yards three the last four years, and it would be four of the last four if he didn't get hurt back in 2020. That is exactly what you want in your number two receiver.
1: And they got some good depth there as well with Russell, uh, Russell Gage. Yeah, I like it too. I I was originally giving it an 8, but I gave it a 9 with that extra point. I was originally giving him
0: a 9, but then I gave him a 10 with but, that extra point. That's crazy. All right, back to the slumps now in Tampa Bay. Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to lie, I've ne- I'd never heard of Cade Otten until I did this. Uh, he I'd had, never heard of him until you just said that. He had a, a, almost 400 yards, two touchdowns as a rookie. They also took uh, Payne Darham in the fifth round of the draft. Pain. He's there.
1: I gave him a two point five out of eight. That's really cute with your point fives. I gave him a three out of eight. So high on him. Yeah, I'm really high on them. What about that O oh, line? Well, Tristan Wirfs is
0: one of the best left tackles in the league. So good. Ryan Jensen. He's a great center. He missed all of last year though because he got hurt in the preseason or in in practice something like that so he's gonna be coming back from injury this season probably still be a pretty good center i would imagine they also took cody mock from north dakota state in the second round of the draft who seems pretty good no front teeth there for him because he is a beast like that
1: what you have you didn't see a picture of him who cody mock cody mock i did not see a, a picture of him oh, look at him look at his yeah look like, at his teeth or lack thereof. Kind of I think cute. he's going to be a beast there for him.
0: So I gave them a six out of ten.
1: I gave him a seven. Why? Got to give him points where you can get them.
0: Okay, like you're like I their points are too low. I they need to be more.
1: Why? Why are you harshing on me? You gave him a six. You you're right below me. Come on. Little defensive fish. line. You tell him about defensive line. I don't want to. Well,
0: Vita is a great defensive tackle. He had six and a half sacks last year. Good run stopper. Uh, Logan Hall, he didn't play a ton as a rookie. He is currently set as a starter there. He had two and a half sacks last year. And then they got uh, Kalijah Cansey, who was their first-round pick in the draft. Out of Pitt, he had seven sacks each of, or in his last two seasons in college. He did. I give him a 7 out of 10. Why? What'd you give him? A 5. Why are you so low on
1: them? Why are you so high? Because I just told you. Okay. <laughs> Tell me one reason. Because I wanted to give him a five? You got give points where you can get them. Yeah, and here's not where it is. Well, did, you, did, you, did they get any points in their linebacking room? No. Give him a zero. <laughs> what did you give him? I gave
0: them an 11. I really like their linebacking room. They got Shaq Barrett. Granted, it was four years ago when he had that breakout season with 19 and a half sacks. He's still a good pass rusher, though. Uh, it's not crazy, he, not as not as crazy as it was in 2019. Uh, Lawante David had been a steady force in Tampa Bay for a decade now, recording 100 tackles in all but two seasons that he's been there. Uh, Devin White is good as well. He had 124 tackles and five and a half sacks in 2022. They also got Joe Tyron Shukanoya, first round pick from 2021. Here, let me try that
1: one. Uh, never mind.
0: And he had four sacks in each of his first two seasons in the league.
1: Yeah, I give him a nine. Cool. Why am I so low on them, do you ask? I was thinking it. Yeah. Secondary.
0: Neither uh, Jamal Deem or uh, Carlton Davis are superstars, but I think they make up a good cornerback duo there in that secondary. They also got Ryan Neal, who's a fine safety for the Seahawks last few years, and Antoine Winfield Jr. is a pretty good safety as well.
1: Yeah. And uh Cartel Davis. Carlton. You're talking Car- with Carl. Cartel. Cartel. <laughs> the Cartel. He had twelve pass- passes deflected, so that's pretty cool. Yeah, and who was it? It was
0: either him or Jamel Dean had like seventeen batted away as a rookie. Mm. Which I was like, that's
1: cool. That's I was like four lot. years
0: ago, but like that's pretty cool. Yeah, I'm gonna I give him, give a, ex- ex- I ex- him
1: a six. I gave them a six as well. Wow. They gave them an extra point because four years ago, they got some deflected stuff. Good reason. is didn't actually, but... What do you think of their kicker? <sighs> I hate that you go kicker first. I, I've been doing it every other. I know you have, but I don't like the way you did that. Uh, I think he's pretty good. Uh, he got 100% of his field... Or not his field goes. Wow, that'd be crazy. He got 100% of his extra points, which is what you want. And he was hitting a lot of... Uh, Field goals as well. He missed six of them, or uh, five of them, forty plus to forty to fifty plus yards out. He missed one in between thirty and thirty nine. But besides that, he did a pretty good job. It was thirty six attempts. He missed six of them. I mean that happens. You know, it happens. Bad weather, bad kicker. Kicker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, Chase McLaughlin.
0: I think he'll. He's probably going to be their kicker this season. He's been a little bit inconsistent throughout his career. He's bounced around. I don't think he's ever been on the same team for two consecutive seasons. Uh, In his second stint with the Colts last year, he did hit 83% of his kicks. They also have another former Colts kicker in uh, Robredo Blanketship, but he really struggles, especially anything from 50-plus, so uh, I'm not sure if he's going to end up making the roster or not. Maybe he'll be practice squad. I don't know. He's
1: very consistent, though. He hits 80% of his field goals and 80% of his extra points. Just 80 everything, but
0: not 80-plus yard field goal attempts. For that reason, I gave them a three out of five.
1: Give a four. What
0: about that special teams? Yeah, what about it? Uh, it's it's it happened. Uh, they got <laughs> <laughs> it happened. Unfortunately, <laughs> they got their uh, kick returner there, Devin Thompkins, who will likely be their returner again. Uh, and then uh, their punter, Jake Camrada. I probably said that wrong, but I didn't say it like you probably would have. Mm. He was good as a rookie last year, and he'll probably be pretty busy in his second season.
1: Yeah, uh, not too many yards on those return fellas there. Uh, I am now realizing that he only played five games and still got 230 or 260 yards. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah, and he had a long of uh, 54 yards returning. So I was going to give them something lower, but now I'm going to give them something higher. Oh, I gave him a three, and I'm going to stick there. I also give him a three now. Oh, what, what were they at before? A four or a two. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> You're just hyping
0: them up. Like, yeah, I lowered their points. Yeah,
1: I gave him a two. Uh, what's that overall looking like for you, point-wise? 61.5. 61.5. I give him a
0: 58. All right. And then Vegas, very Under. low on the Bucs. Six and a half. Oh. Yeah.
1: You know what, though? What? I don't, because I was asking you, do you know? No. Because they still got
0: a solid defense. Their head coach is defensive-minded. I think that could carry them to a few wins, and... You know, Baker Mayfield, you know, 25% of the time is a good quarterback, and he'll have his moments where he comes up clutch. So they got eight wins.
1: Mm hmm. Nine. They got nine wins. Eight. Did they really get eight? Yep. That's crazy. They got eight wins with Thomas Brady.
0: Old man Thomas Brady, though.
1: Yeah, still 1,700 yard or 4,700 yard Tom Brady, though. Mm hmm. I. I just don't believe in them. I'm gonna take the under on six and a half. I also am taking the under. It's not good.
0: I don't know. I, I don't know how much I believe in Todd Bowles as a head coach at this point. You know, he fizzled out with the Jets, you know, half a decade ago. It was probably longer than that now. Um and now with the Bucks, kinda struggled last year. We'll we'll see how it goes. He's he's not in a great spot to succeed, but part of that's also put yourself in a good spot to succeed as the head coach. So <laughs>
1: Do better. Do better. Be better. Oh, gee golly. Now we're out of this stupid division. We did it. Oh, my goodness. And In only about 50 minutes. Yeah, we did so well on time. i of us. Uh, next time, we are off to the east. Oh, yes. Oh, that means we got to talk with David. Oh, crap. Yeah. Okay, I, I'll get back to him. We also may be off to the west if timing doesn't work out. So... We will be off to one of the other teams. Or, uh, Only two divisions left. This thing, this thing's flying by. Wow, I so like we fun. just started. Yeah, well, maybe we'll go through it again. Be <laughs> just... <laughs> <I feel laughs> like, man, my rankings were so bad, I had
0: to just restart.
1: Yeah. So originally, I gave him an eight. I gave him a seven-five this time. I'm just kind of. Lazy. I really came around, and I did give Lamar a twenty. <laughs> yeah, twenty-one. For go Lamar. back and
0: uh, watch the AFC North episode or context and such anyway yeah thank you guys so much for watching for listening all the things of course on spotify down below you can vote on who you think is going to win this division in 2023 uh if you're on youtube you can also just go to the comment section and tell us we're an idiot uh did you Wars. want to read that comment we did get a comment yeah, from, go ahead. Read it to i us. believe a brother of mr david or, or some kind of relative of him perhaps a cousin I can't Uh, read, so
1: I'm not going to be doing all that. Maybe a father. I don't think a father. Father figure? Father figure. Father figure with the last name. Yeah. His name is Jonathan. (laughs)
0: What a dumb name. All right. So he. See all those words? Yeah, that's a lot of words. You can go ahead and read it if you feel so inclined. Your hate for the Broncos. This is on the AFC West episode. He's a Broncos fan, I'm pretty sure. Your hate for the Broncos is just fuel for the fire. If you look how Russell Wilson played without Nathaniel Hackett as coach, he was more accurate and threw to more open receivers, which is true. I'm just not counting on that
1: to continue to happen, I guess. There's open receivers, and you can't blame coaches for you throwing to nobody when there's open receivers.
0: They lost most of their games by one possession last year, most in the league. That's right, because they couldn't score. With a new head coach, it's going to improve. Probably. I don't think it could get much worse. Uh, they had 22 starters injured, ouch. Most of them were on the offensive line, double ouch. Remember, for most of the season, they were playing injured third-string offensive linemen because of injuries. It's a real big bummer for Denver's offensive line there. So maybe they'll be good. I mean, David definitely thinks they will be. And it sounds like David's uh, relatives of sorts also thinks they will
1: be. Yeah, I had the Broncos at a 64.5, which I think is really – you went Fair. under on eight and a half. I did win a, I'll go under on eight and a half because I think their defense is pretty solid, and it was doing good last year. But it was kind of like the opposite of the Vikings where the Vikings could score, but they couldn't defend, but they just outscored the other team. Yeah, the anti-Vikings. The anti-Vikings, but when you're the anti-Vikings, you have a good defense and then you can't score. With mm-hmm. Those how many, 14 touchdowns that Russ had? Something. Well, he had just more than his bathrooms. Mm-hmm. He had a party, party outside of his house, so that counts, though. So, thank you, Jonathan, for the comment, though. Go
0: ahead and tell us uh, your thoughts on this one, I guess, if you want to. And yeah. uh, any, I mean, your name doesn't have to be Jonathan to leave a comment. So, go ahead and, and do that. It's Preferred, though, it is preferred. So, I'm expecting you to comment. Yeah. All right, we'll see you guys next week. Thanks for all the, the stuff.
1: Bye. <laughs>